Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. One, two, three. It's a hard Knicks life. It is a hard Knicks life. A hard Knicks life. Oh, it's a hard Knicks life. It's a hard Knicks life. It is a hard Knicks life. A hard Knicks life. Oh, it's a hard Knicks life. What up, Knicks fans? We fucking did it, motherfuckers. Barry, we did it, did we not? Nixon 5, bitch. <laughs> oh, now you're saying Nixon 5? Nixon motherfucking 5. And good day to Blandy, a.k.a. Blanderson Hooper. It is a good day, but is it a good day? The good. asshole, Blanderson Hooper, which just ruined... Who just ruined our whole fucking night? Thank you. We're starting off with the news right off the top of the show. Blanderson Hooper, it's time for the news. Why don't you deliver us the one piece of fucking news from today that Knicks fans want to hear about? The, the news is is that I, I guess, wasn't recording while we were recording and didn't realize it until just now. <laughs> On the most important fucking show of this year, of the past 10 years, Blandy. <laughs> The yeah. Knicks finally move on to the second round, and we have a great show. Yeah. The emotions are high. We're celebrating. We're popping champagne bottles. It's late. And, and Blandy, shut the fuck up, Blandy. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Does Barry, does Blandy get to talk this entire episode? No, you sit down and shut up. Yeah, you sit the fuck down. You're probably not even recording right now. You stupid fuck. I'm sorry. Blandy. We're gonna, we're just, I, honestly, no, I am pissed off. I am fucking pissed off at Blandy. You could be, I mean, I get it. B- Blandy, bounce your fucking basketball so we can move on. Okay, let's, uh, that's the way the basketball <laughs> bounces. And please, subscribe to the one podcast that knows, Blandy. Play the flash bla- flash black. Play the flashback, Blandy. For the second time tonight, no problem. <laughs> Pretend you haven't heard this before. Yes, 3-1. I was wrong about Nixon 4, but it's going to be Nixon fucking 5. <sighs> Nixon 5! Uh, it loses a little bit when you have to do it for the second time. <laughs> but that's Nick's right. You heard it here first. And this is a, another opportunity to do the full ad read, I guess, because in the first taping of the show, I just didn't because I wanted to get so badly to talking about the Knicks victory against the fucking Cavs. But Bet Online is your number one source for all your basketball info, stats, news, and scores. You can get the latest odds and lines, including latest player reports for this year's pro basketball playoffs. Bet Online. I'm, so, I'm fucking ending it early. Okay. Bet Online, where the game starts. Guys, this feels so good, man. This feels so good. Wow. This feels so good. This feels so good, man. Wow. That's old DJ, but Blandy, why don't you just fucking play DJ's voicemail from tonight so we can get this second taping started fucking right. Okay. Yes, sir! 
We got this. We got this. <laughs> Woo, guys. This is amazing. This is so fucking amazing. Second round. On the verge of tears. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> guys, I'm going crazy. I'm going crazy right now. I'm at work. Have night shift. Watch the whole game on my phone. Oh, oh yes, sir. <laughs> RJ Barrett, guys. RJ Barrett since game three. One-two punch with Jaden Brunson. Josh Hart. The acquisition. The mid-season um, mid acquisition uh, of our whole franchise. <laughs> This is so freaking awesome. Mitchell Robinson with the game of his life. With the Ooh, game yes. of his life. This is so great. This is so great. The only shocker in this in the first half um, with Drew. Um, I hope oh. he's not that down. Uh, we need him definitely in the second round. But now we have to celebrate. Guys, let's fucking go! Let's nice. fucking go. Guys, we defeat... I mean, I we talked about this in the first taping, but... <laughs> It's just feels so We talked about stupid. all of this in the first. We day. have moved on. The Knicks have moved on for the first time since when, Barry? For, in how long? Ten years, Greg. Ten years. We defeat Donovan Mitchell and the fucking Cavs, who nobody gave us a shot against. Donovan, who the Knicks had to get, had to give up their half their fucking team to get. We didn't get him. He does nothing. The Knicks, the ta more talented team, the hustle, the heart. Literally and figuratively, sure, or yeah, personally, figuratively, right. literally, and figuratively, <laughs> they methodically beat down the Cavs in four of these five games. Knicks in fucking five, and who would have thought, Barry, that they were going to be led or we were going to be led by the man hmm. who gave all of the Knicks content creators fucking harmonicas a few years ago, the man who's been up and down with injuries, a little inconsistent, shoots free throws like a fucking dart. Mitchell Robinson, the MVP of game five. We don't move on tonight. And who knows where the series goes without Mitchell fucking Robinson. A beast throughout this entire series and this fucking game five, era, from the jump, he was so impactful bringing down 11 offensive rebounds to make up 18 total, Craig. 18 rebounds in this game. 13 points, too, I might add. So he's doing it on both ends of the court. Three blocks to go with it. A steal. No foul trouble to be seen, which used to plague this motherfucker. And like you Take said, 11 offensive <laughs> rebounds. Take that for data. Blandy, without even having to look, without looking it up. <laughs> We did this in the first. How many offensive rebounds do you think the entire Cavs team had? The I'm entire Cavs say team. Six. <laughs> you still got it wrong, Craig. Four. You still got it wrong. Wow. Pretty, terrible memory. I'm trying to. I'm trying. No, I'm just I'm trying to. He had almost three one. times as many. You're recording, right, Blandy? <laughs> almost three times as many offensive rebounds as the entire Cavs team and i'm sorry abu shaki who by the way we haven't heard from you in quite a bit 
I thought you were going to call tonight, and you still haven't. We got lots of voicemails coming up. But Abu Shaki, I'm sorry. You can no longer refer to yourself as the Beast of the East. Oh. Because there is a new Beast of the East, mm. and it's Mitchell fucking Robinson. Abu nice. Shaki, that fucking nickname. You've got seven other nicknames, so it shouldn't matter. That one is dead for you. Dead. Who else was a standout tonight, Barry? R.J. Barrett, Craig. R. Not just tonight, J. last Barrett, last three games last now, three putting games. on a show, and tonight he did it efficiently, and the three ball was dropping for him. He had it all going on, 21 points, four rebounds, four assists, seven of 13 shooting, two for four from three, five of six from the line, and Craig, a plus 21 in a game the Knicks win by nine. R.J. Barrett, you could struggle all year if you fucking want, if this is what you're going to do when the games are on the fucking line, all right? Who else tonight? How about Julius Randle? He only played a half or barely a half or not a full half. Went down. Sucks he went down. I feel bad for him. But he was, even though he didn't play in the second half, he was critical. He was a huge part of the first half, driving the lane. Seems like he finally figured it out. He, Mobley and Allen, nobody could stop him. Oh, he, he was, was kicking it out. He was getting in tight, kicking it out. Six assists, 13 points, six assists. In 16 minutes. Yeah, he was using his muscle. Look, the, the, he he started off taking a three. He, he missed badly. Uh, the shot wasn't going. And then he just said, you know what? I'm going to put my head down. I'm going to shove it to Mobley. So he'll shut his mouth. And he just battled. And he drove it to the basket. He got himself to the free throw line. Sunk a couple of those. And then just continued busting his ass down low. And uh, yeah, it was a shame that that he got hurt and had to come out of this game because yeah, he was he was feeling it his own tonight and he was doing what the Knicks needed to do. He was filling his role. He became role player Randall in this game. By the way, that entire first half, you guys fucking texting each other, mm. and I, yeah, I was not responding to anything, but I no. my phone was buzzing like crazy from you two fucks. Barry <laughs> basically giving Blandy. A play-by-play of the game via text. Blandy, where the, the important fuck stuff. were you? <laughs> um, I was at a uh, the spring concert for my for my son. Fuck the spring concert for your son, Blandy. I had to be there. I had to so be there. So here Blandy is. He, he doesn't record for the entire episode. He also is at the spring concert for his son. Where's your fucking priorities at? My my wife just had surgery and is bedridden, and so one of us had to go. At least that's what I was told. <laughs> so I I missed the first three quarters of the game, essentially. That's where you... She's bedridden? Yes. That's where you get her dressed. You put her in a little wheelchair and you call in a fucking Uber and you shove everyone in the car. Listen, my, my, my mom and my in-laws were at the at the concert, but I had to be there what? too. I had, Why did you have to be there then? There was representation and you had to be there? Oh, I had and to be there too. Blanders, you had the perfect excuse to stay home. You had to take care of your wife. I, you couldn't possibly go to the concert. I had, Let them I had to film go. it for you so you can take care of your wife, a.k.a. watch the Nick game. Yeah, who was home watching the wife? Uh, my younger son, because we had to leave his baseball game early, so that way I could be home in time to go to the concert. Wow, I would never, I would not miss a game like this for some spring concert. I would tell my kid, "You're not going to the spring concert. <laughs> You're not going." 
It's stupid. Do they even know what they're doing up there, Blandy? Yes. Or does it do. sound like shit? They do? By, by me, they do. It's really, really big. Let me tell you, we got to get back to the Knicks, but I got invited to my son's spring concert. Got an email today. I think they said it's in June, though. So it's not a spring concert. It says, parents, you're invited to this concert. Black formal dress attire required. For you or for the kids? That's what me and my wife were arguing about this morning. Because I was like, the kids. black formal attire. I have to, to wear a tux to this thing? The, ki- the kids. And then my wife was like, no, the kids do. I'm like, we have to buy our son a tuxedo well, for him to fucking barely play a tuba? Right. For 20 I don't minutes. think he a tuxedo. Ryan had to wear a, a, a black, he had a black jacket and a white shirt and he had a bow tie and he had to wear a pair of black slacks. It's it's ridiculous. All right, guys. Well, I was sweating that entire second half. I mean, we were like the same way we did the other four, three wins. We were sort of methodically getting ahead of the Cavs just with hustle and heart and you know, consistently up 10 to 16 points. But you just felt like it was just kept slipping away, right? My hands down the pants wasn't working tonight, but I was doing everything I could. And we we held it down, guys. Some other players who came through, Emmanuel quickly. Yes, the free ball was falling for him, which felt great to see. Finished five for 15. So his stat line is not amazing. But six for six from the free throw line, big free throws at the end. He obviously had an offensive impact with 19 points. He was actually a minus three tonight, which is unusual for IQ. And then Obi Toppin. You can't forget about Obi. No, filling in for Randall uh, with the starting lineup coming out to start the second half. And he put on his big boy shoes and he did a little everything. He was... He hit a three, he got his windmill dunk in there, he got a mid-range shot, another three, 12 points in the third quarter for Obi. And then, then Julius Randle, who? Yeah, man, but that was a critical point because Julius didn't come out in the second half. The Cavs cut it to 10, and then Obi came out, hit a three right to start of the second half, had seven points in the first few minutes, a windmill fucking dunk, which I was like, Dude, can you just fucking dunk normal, please? I mean, every point <laughs> fucking matters in this game. Because you just felt like at some point the Cavs were going to come back. Thank God they never fucking did. No. Guys, do you want to hear what Ralph was doing this entire game? Should we listen sure. to it? I do. All right, Blandy, hit it. And you're still imagine. recording, right, Blandy? Uh, yes. I, I'm, okay, good. I'm you keep an eye on it. Your seconds. one fucking job in this recording is just to stare at that okay. and play voicemails. Knicks versus Cavs, game five. Get excited, everybody! Yay! Go Knicks! Mitchell Robinson is a beast. The Cavaliers cannot handle him. Well, Julius Randle was making some positive contributions, but it looks like he's re-injured himself. So, we hope for the best. Halftime, Knicks by 10. Woohoo! Did you see that fast break? Woohoo! Knicks are rolling. Knicks up by 12 at the end of three. Let's go, Knicks. Most impressed with Mitchell Robinson, and Darius Garland has fouled out. Woohoo! Oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Knicks win, 106 to 95. Knicks win, Knicks win, Knicks win. Time for you guys to do another podcast, all right? All right. Okay. Ralph. 
Ralph is back. Ralph came back. He's excited. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, Blandy. Yep, he's excited. <laughs> Blandy is like, you can talk. We were joking. I, I know. I don't feel excited. so bad for yourself. All right. I don't feel bad for myself. I feel at bad least, for you. Well, at least if we're gonna have to re-record, can you bring a little fucking energy? All right, all right. I'm here. You know? I'm here. Don't worry. Just leave it all on me and Barry, as always. <laughs> Pick up the slack. We're the, you didn't you don't have to talk f twice. You just sit there the whole time. Barry and I have to do the whole show. Again. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Blandy, who do we have up next? Uh, play number one. No, number one was DJ, so we, we heard oh, that. Oh, all right, play number two. Then. Number two. All right. Look, at the end of the day, I got to say, it feels really fucking good being in the playoffs for the first time in 10 years for real. I mean, like, we were in it, what, the other year? But, like, we didn't do anything. We just won the first round. Hey, all the big teams, they're getting eliminated. We're going to the conference championship. Then we're going to go to the finals. I'm telling you, Dr. Dickey has to get in on this action right here. All these voicemails that are coming in, everybody that's probably stoked that we just won this bitch I just want y'all to know ride or die Knicks Nation it's been a long fucking ride and we finally back in this bitch I see potential with this team no Julius we still dominate fuck Donovan Mitchell fuck the Cavs fuck them all we about to win this shit let's go Nick Nation. Right. Fuck the Cavs. Clearly, we were the better team. and Clearly, we're the better team, right? Yes. Nobody picked us. But are we not head and shoulders better than this Cleveland team? We're certainly deeper. We I'll are better that. and we are definitely deeper. Yeah. Dude, this series was not even fucking close. I know we were, we've got like... Knicks fans in general have a pessimistic view of what we can do. Before the and we and every game we thought we were probably going to blow. Every Knicks fan probably thought we were going to blow it, but we didn't. We never came close to blowing it. No, although it did get down to six tonight at one point. Oh my God, it got down to six. We fucking were basically in the driver's seat every fucking game except for one game. I mean, it was honestly it was a dominant performance and we didn't even play that fucking well did you see that we dominated that, with heart with that what? robinson robinson and Hart out rebounded i think i think mobley and allen tonight had 13 rebounds total what i mean robinson and Hart combined had the same total rebounds as the entire cleveland team it's, it's crazy oh yeah yeah they were they were out rebounded big time i mean the totals for the game 62 rebounds for the knicks 35 for the Cavs. yeah 62 rebounds for the Knicks. What are you talking about? What box score are you reading? 62? Am I not reading the right back store? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, 62 rebounds? No, I got 62. Unless, there's, unless there's a misprint. I'm on NBA.com, bro. No, Barry, it's 48, dude. Oh, wow. Look at this. It says, six, it says 62, but it only adds up to 48. Oh, interesting. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> 
It well, is that's weird. pretty impressive. I see what you're 62 talking about. Sixty-two rebounds to thirty. You see that, right? Uh, yeah, I see on the, it. On the, no, on the team comparison, it, it does say sixty-two. <laughs> Are there like team rebounds in there? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, is that it's what a, it is? No, it's a, it says sixty-two total rebounds, but it only adds up to to forty-eight. It's weird. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right, Blandy. Who do we have next? Um, next, let's see. Yo, 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 it's Chuck Norris from motherfucking Yonkers, New York, you heard? I want to talk about acting, he's taking the whole thing this year, and if not, we're going to the finals, at least. This is a beast in the East, you heard? You heard? Let's go, New York, let's go. Beast in the East? Who was that? That was was Chuck Norris, Chuck Norris from Yonkers. Chuck Norris calling in the show. The Chuck Norris, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that was the Chuck Norris. Damn. Confidence soaring high for Knicks fans right now, guys. Are they wrong to do that, Barry? What's that? Knicks fans calling in, claiming they're going to win the championship here. Dickie, oh. Chuck Norris. Uh, hey, there's a path, bro. There's a path. I won't argue with that. By the way, the first recording, we were watching the, the Bucks heat score. They are, But now it's much later in the game. Fourth quarter, Bucks up nine. Do we, uh, Barry? A couple days ago, we were saying that we wanted the Heat to win, right? To move on, but with Julius out, oh yeah, are you hoping for a long series? Or you want the Heat just wrap it up? Uh, we need Julius no, to I beat want a the long Heat, series. right? Yeah, I want to. I I want the Heat, but I'd want a long series. Can well, I have both? Have right. Why not? Why both. can't we? Why can't we? Uh, you would run. Uh, I, I just want the Heat to win. At this point, even though I'm not afraid of the fucking Bucks either. Fuck the Bucks. Oh. You afraid of anyone with this Knicks team? The Bucks. Afraid? Are you afraid of anyone no. in the NBA with this Knicks team? No. No. But um, I have my preferences, like Miami, like Boston, and then. Give me anybody from from the West. I don't. I think we could beat anybody. Oh yeah, we're fine. Mitchell, Rob, Mitchell Robinson is like ten times better than Giannis. All right, <laughs> and yeah. Joel Embiid, right? And Embiid, Jokic. You fucking name them. Yeah. We have Mitchell fucking Robinson. That's right. And he's like the seventh best player on this team. <laughs> All right, who's up next, Blandy? Uh, yo, let's. Fucking go! We finally fucking did it! They finally fucking did it! Ten years! Ten years I've been waiting for this shit! Oh my god! It feels so fucking great! I- I'm so ecstatic! I'm like, I'm a. Oh, I-, I can't even speak! This shit is so crazy! I can't wait for the second round! I hope that he beat the Bucks so we can beat their ass! Hope we make it to the Eastern Conference Finals, and I hope we make it to the finals. Let's go, Knicks. Fuck out of here, Cleveland. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Let's go, Knicks. By the way, Cleveland with that photo after right. they smacked us in game two. Just a yeah. bit of an overreaction. Bit of an overreaction. The final images of that team. It's kind of like when the Giants... We're on the yacht, right? Yes. And then they lost Very to Green similar. Bay. Yeah. Giants celebrating on the yacht before the Super Bowl. Giving out a championship belt after game two. <laughs> Fuck Cleveland. 
Barry thinks you th- still think they're likable, though. I mean, this makes them look a lot worse. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> you know, losing By the way, five, did, but... did you did you see RJ get smacked in the face yeah. by uh, Jared Allen? Jared Allen. Jared Allen. It's a little excessive, don't you think? I can't. Uh, what are the refs doing? You, they seem to check every shot to the face, and they did and not. They there. didn't. Yeah, Breen was saying that he thought it, that should have been a flagrant, an easy flagrant. So I don't mm. know what that was about. Yeah, that would if they had watched it, that would have been called a flagrant. He wound up and hit him in the face. That's yeah. all you need th- these days. Yeah, he took issue with that. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, he jumped. He jumped up quick. I like that fight. And by the way, RJ, I, don't, I can't remember if we'd already talked about this in this show. If it was the last one, I'm starting to get real fucking confused. I think we. But RJ, did we talk about this? RJ, I, did I talk we about this? To, we only talked about he, his stat line. Okay, I don't care how much he struggles all season long. If he's going to do this when the games fucking count, like he always steps up in these moments. Yeah. And he's another guy who we would not have won in five without him. It's, it's like, crazy how the It's these guys that you don't, ex- it's guys who didn't have that much, that big of a role during the regular season that all of a sudden in the playoffs are stepping up. Mitch, RJ, right? Yeah. And that's what makes part of having such a deep team so valuable because yeah, you don't know who, you don't know who's going to step up any given night because we've seen guys do it throughout the season. We've seen quickly take over games before, you know, and he is yet to do it in the playoffs, but we know that he's capable. RJ was dead and buried after the first two games. Like we had all given up on him. Everybody had given up on him. Then he comes back with three incredible games. Yeah. And then Mitch tonight, I don't even think we gave Mitch really his due yeah, in this episode, like we did the first fucking time around Landy. <laughs> but, like, he was just, you could, he's just getting rebound, offensive rebound after offensive rebound. And, like, late in the game when the Knicks were having trouble scoring and the Cavs were sort of, like, inching their way back. I think we were up eight with, like, a minute and a half. And we had those, like, three or four possessions because our, our guys are hustling. And Mitch is, you know, hitting the ball out on offensive rebounds and... Just all the hustle there, and I mean, you can't be any prouder of this team. No, and it really, the it they really helped because they had that stretch where they they could not really score, but it really didn't make that much of a difference because every time they missed, they you know reset the the shot clock to fourteen or whatever, and then wind that down and take shot and miss and then get it again, and you know so that that really helped them. Yeah, the Cavs fans are booing. Donovan Mitchell, 11 for 26, 3 for 12 from 3. He only took three foul shots. Three foul shots. Game four, he said, let him know. Well, they fucking let they let him know this series. They let him know that they're nothing. Nothing. Blandy, <laughs> who's up next? Okay, let's see. You boys need to Brandy. apologize to Craig mm. right now. It's true. Blandy, <laughs> you need to apologize to Craig. Barry, you need to apologize to Craig. I want to hear on the next pod, Craig, I was wrong. You were right. Nixon five. I want to hear it from both of you. <laughs> Craig, don't ever stop believing. Don't change who you are. Continue on the hard hustle of hard next life. And let me tell you, from the bottom of my heart, go New York, go. 
Well, I don't apologize to anyone for anything. What? Oh, excuse me. <laughs> oh, you, oh, you apologize. Script. You apologize for the third time tonight, Larry. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just kidding, Craig. I'm sorry. How's that? Okay. Yeah. You were Craig, right, and I was wrong. It's better the second I, time, Craig. Yeah. You were right, and I was wrong. <laughs> Nixon five. That's right. I mean, I don't mind. By the way, in the. By the way, next series, whoever we fucking play, Knicks in four. All right? Knicks in four. Even Milwaukee. And one after that, Knicks in four. And is, is there one after that too? Knicks yeah, in Yeah, the four. finals would be after that. Yeah. All right, so Knicks in 12. Oh, so we're winning the next 12 straight. Nick 12, yep. 12 and 0. Shit, so we're going 16 and 1 in this postseason. <laughs> See how quickly I added all those numbers up? What did you Pretty good. Wait. You said what? 16, 16 and, one? and 1. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just fucking around. All right. Who do we got up next? Was that through? Do we have Norway up next? No, no. One more. One more. What's up, boys? Totepay. On after the conclusion of game five. That was fucking awesome. So proud of these guys. And, um, man, Julius was just like... He, Bully ball mode in that first half is incredible, um, you know. And I hope we get a hope we get some rest and can get them back for the rest of the season, the rest of this postseason. But uh, hey, I wanted to point out you guys commented on something after the last podcast. I think it was after game the game four one, and you were talking about the uh, the friendship that these guys have, like Hartenstein and uh, Mitch, and you know Brunson and and Hart. And um, actually, I really think that that these guys, the friendships these guys are building with each other are, are making a huge difference. Like they're like, they clearly like each other. They have each other's backs. They trust each other. And it's translating into like this incredible confidence you see with them. I mean, they were making their free throws at the end of the game tonight. It was like, they, they never seemed shaken at all. Um, I think it's the culture, man. I think the culture of this team uh, is something that's just different. We have not seen this, and since like the nineties, I mean, that is, it's like that, that's the thing you didn't have it like this when it was, uh, you know, teams even, you know, you know, 10 years ago, last time, you know, they were in the, in the playoffs, you didn't have that. Um, it's, it's, uh, I think it's the secret weapon anyway, psyched for, uh, for a little break and, uh, you guys keep up the great work. All right. Code to pay out. I think this team is so tight, by the way, because they all respect each other and they all play their asses off and they all have that same mindset. It's like they're all, they're all dogs. A few years ago, we talked about, I think when we got Julius and people were like some, some players on the team. I don't remember who else was. It was Marcus Morris. Marcus Morris. Yeah. They were calling themselves dogs. They were not fucking dogs. These guys are fucking dogs. Like they really are. And it yeah, changed at some point during the season when Tibbs tightened the rotation, right? And took Fournier, took Rose out. He decided to only play guys who play both ends of the floor consistently and who play with that hustle. And it's changed the entire mindset of this team. And there's no, like, they all respect each other. They don't, they're not frustrated that someone's playing over someone else because everyone who's out there deserves to be playing every minute that they're out there. They've all fucking earned it. Right, right. And and it goes to the way Tibbs has been coaching this year. You know, after changing the rotation, any one of those guys 
can end up playing in the fourth quarter and closing out games. That is one thing that's not set. Um, and he's been a good job doing that. And yeah, like you said, they respect each other and, you know, whoever it is that's going to close it out, you know, they, they've got each other's back in that regard. Yeah, there used to be like bad, I, you could sense that there were like, or maybe we just made it up, but I feel like we all felt that some players were frustrated because Tibbs had favorites and guys who didn't play that aren't playing right, who didn't play hard on both ends were getting minutes over them regardless of how other guys were playing, but it's different. Right. You can respect a coach's decision when he's doing it based on merit as opposed to favoritism or just because that's the way he's been doing it. You know, you're, it's a, it's accountability at its finest. Yeah, totally. It's t- I, I really do believe that was an enormous turning point for this team. Enormous. Thank, thankfully, Tibbs. Tibbs, like, I don't know. Like, I know people thought he was a great coach before, and he's won Coach of the Years, and he had success with Derrick Rose and the Bulls. Obviously, the first you hear, but like, I think he's proven in this season alone really how great he is. Yeah, I wouldn't imagine... Johnny Bryant, whoever wants to go leave to another team, like I'm not going to be devastated because we've got Tibbs, right? Mm-hmm. Is that it's right. crazy how much we've turned on him? Yeah. Hi, right, Blandy. Who's up next? Uh, this one's coming all the way from Norway. This is oh, this is the Norway Knicks fan club who has never called in. Okay, so really curious. Hey, uh, it's, uh, Isaac, uh, also Norway, uh, Knicks fan club Norway. Uh, we are, um, right now, I think four people. Um, I'm representing as, uh, the only heart, uh, heart one. Anyway, I, I like to just give a big shout out to, uh, to you guys, but also the team. It's, uh, end of third quarter right now. We got it. Fuck it. I'm just going to call it. We got it. We won the championship pretty much. We're going to beat Miami in the next round. But, um, I give a shit like Boston, whatever, in the Eastern Conference Finals. Like, we'll beat whoever. I don't give a shit. Like, uh, like, um, uh, like, I'm, uh, I'll just hop on the bandwagon. I started watching next, like, four years ago. And, uh, we're the best. I don't, I don't guess like uh, I don't give a shit about anyone. Um, and I mean I'm I'm up at like three o'clock in Europe right now. I'm faded, and we're fucking killing the Cavs, and we're playing the away game. My my soccer, football, whatever Premier League side just lost the league. I don't give a shit now. Next are my goal to team, baby. Let's go. Uh, you know, um, uh, Blandy, you sound like the guy who who is uh, Officer Ten Pennies, like uh, other, like his sidekick from Grand Auto San Andreas. The the he's also in like casino, I think. I think he died. The white dude. He has like uh, he's like mafia dude. He's always in his movies. But yeah, you have his voice. Um, Okay, yeah, no, uh, first time calling, nice to hear from you. Uh, All right, well, thank you to uh, Isaac, guys. We do have, every week, four listens from Norway, so thank you. Oh, is that true? Norway fan, no. Oh. (laughs) 
<laughs> what a night, guys. Guys, what a fucking night. Is this not... Where does this rank in the greatest nights of your life? Not anywhere near, near the top. No? No. What about the greatest nights of your life in the <laughs> ten, past 10 years? No, not anywhere near the top. This was the greatest night of my life in the past 10 years. No, it wasn't. Your kids are both under 10. It's the greatest night of my life. <laughs> Never been happy. <laughs> neither one. I can understand that maybe both of your kids were uh, over the age of 10, but neither one of them are. Greatest night of my fucking life. And I mean, in, in the past 10 years. Don't this let the kids was... listen to this episode. So only the second NBA team to advance in the 2023 postseason. Right? I'm telling you, I've been thinking over, over this past hour. I've been thinking about when this podcast was started, dude. Coming me on, me too, dude. Dude, I have I have a, a poster next to me that's got like the first hundred episodes that we yeah. ever recorded, and they all have like the headlines on them. And dude, they're like headlines. Is there's one where it's is Trey the answer <laughs> with a picture of Trey Burke on the fucking oh, cover. Jesus Christ and like. <laughs> What about uh, the Alonzo Frank, Trier episodes? And why yeah. is Emmanuel Moutier still starting? It's <laughs> crazy. Dude, there's like Alonzo Trier. I remember episodes focused on Alonzo Trier. Alonzo Trier, guys. Yeah. The first episode when I did this alone was, was right after Phil Jackson got fired or whatever happened there. I don't even remember. And think about this like six, seven years later. How far we've come. I've actually been thinking over the past like week. Like just imagine when we win the championship this year, what that's going to fucking feel like. And we're going to have our final episode after we win the championship. We're going to be crying. We're going to say goodbye. Because <sighs> it will no longer be a hard next life. And I don't want to jinx anything. But we have the, that name of the show, and doesn't feel that way anymore. No, th this front office has built a team that seems sustainable for winning. With the mix of young guys that they have, there's no reason why this can't be a fixture in the postseason. You know, for the next five years, and they're going to add to it. Like, we really right. are set up, <laughs> like you said, to sustain and get better. Everybody's right. young. Everybody's young. We're a top three team in the East right now, legitimately. If you wiped away, like, everyone's season records, like, if if you asked people right now, they'd put us They would say that we're a top four team, I think. In the East or in the NBA? In the East, Top no, four. Still not putting Celtics, you ahead of Milwaukee, Celtics, Philadelphia, or Boston. I don't know. Even though you know, you'd argue back. Will we beat Boston in the regular season? It doesn't matter. We're still not going to give you that. We shall see. Yeah, listen, oh, Boston first has to get weeks, past guys. the Hawks. So sure, the Hawks have to get past the Heat. Is that game Tell tied right now? Is it? Yes, with a minute forty to go. Mm, is it? Wait, what? 113, what 113 I'm looking at. Oh. 
The NBA app's a little bit behind this. It is 113-111. Wait, what? Uh, 113, 113, 124. The game is not even showing up on my app. I'm. I got it open on my window. Yeah, one thirteen. Game on my app. Yeah. Oh, what? now it's showing. We up. might. Holy we might shit. have our next opponent in the next. Uh, and and if we if the Heat win tonight, we play what Sunday? Is that true? Is that what? That's I think what I either heard. Sunday or Tuesday, depending on who wins this game. Right? Oh man, yeah, Randall could really benefit from a, a long series. That's for sure. Wow. The Heat still make me nervous. Not as nervous as because the Because they have... Yeah, but they like... The Heat play like... sim. It's a little similar. They lost us. Tyler Hero. They lost Victor Oladipo. But can we out-hustle the Heat like we did for the Cavs? Because we basically won on Will and Hart. And Are we going to lose to Max Struess? Yeah, they don't have five Jimmy, Jimmy Butler. Butler. They don't have five Jimmy Butlers on the court. All right? They've got one. And they're down two, two rotation players. Well... Like I said, I don't know why I'm worried. I said Nixon four, so. Right. All right, guys, that's going to do it for today's show. Remember, you can reach out to us. It's hardnextlife at gmail.com. You can follow me at Barry at Barry Dworkin, Blandy, at Blandy Hooper. Blandy, is this the point of the show where you tell us, oh, guys, we have a problem? Um, nope, I'm all good. I'm, that's I'm what all... you did. That's basically what happened in the last show, yeah. right, Barry? We were done. Yeah. Much. About to go to news, and Blaze yeah. like, uh, we have a serious problem <laughs> here. <laughs> it's very true. I was not recording. So, yeah. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for calling. Barry, where can they call us? Call us at every time the Knicks win a playoff series, which is going to be fucking up. Not playoff series, playoff game. Absolutely. Here they are. F- calling yeah. in. 516-33-MESH-1. That's 516-336-3741. What's the score What's the score of the Heat game now? Tied up One still. minute to go, 113 up. I got 44 seconds left, 113 up. Oh, me too. I just refreshed. You could also just put on the game. That's true. Well, yeah, it's, I'm sure... I'm like in this like no man's land right now of like do we finish the podcast or wait to see who wins this fucking game? How long can we stretch out the closing music right now? Alright, I guess we'll just have to wait and see what happens, guys. Wait, what channel is this game on? Until okay, Blandy, fucking just focus on keeping your record going, please. It's, it's I'm good, don't worry. Alright guys, until next time, it is a hard. Is it fucking hard? It is a heart. Nick's Life. Next win, next win, next win. It's a hard next life. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.